0: All right, all right, all right. Another beautiful day. A lot of fun is on the horizon for me and my household. We have, you know, one, I just want to put this out there. I'm not a huge Disney fan. If anything, I love the production. I love the imagineering. I love the creative aspect. I love all of the world-class creative artists and... Animators, you know, um, I think that that is incredible. You know, the attention to detail, uh, Disney is, is incredible. Now, what I don't like is waiting in all those damn lines. In the sun, with kids, that does not sound fun. I would much rather have went to Mexico. Or went to some of these cool spots that I've been seeing online, like Zion. I love being outdoors, close to nature. You know, sunrises, sunsets, a long walk on the beach, right? Reading a book. That's what I like to do. I like to swim and get wet. But my wife and kids, they like Disneyland, so that's what daddy's going to be doing. I want to... I want to keep everyone happy, it's not just all about me, right? So we have a Disneyland uh, trip that we planned, I don't know, a few months ago. But prior to that booking, my son, well first of all, I've been into like WWE since I was a kid. Since I first seen Hulk Hogan slam Andre the Giant and from from knowledge off the top of my head, I think that that happened sometime in the seventies. I wasn't born until the eighties, so when I first saw that, it blew it blew my mind. That Hulkamania craze was still going on, and my my uncles and you know my peers, everyone who I knew, agreed back then that wrestling was real. So to see, you know, the Ultimate Warrior, which I know now was all completely steroided up to the gills all of those wrestlers were but as a young impressionable kid i'm looking at mythological creatures battling it out hulk hogan fighting against sergeant slaughter man those um, that, that wrestling that wwe is ingrained in in man you know the wrestling Battling, the, there's three three sports activities that are mentioned in in the Bible: uh, running, boxing, essentially fighting, and wrestling. And so, there's something intrinsically put there in every single human that is attracted to wrestling. And whether it's, you know, WWE or just two people who have no skill or technique, just trying to choke choke each other out. Wrestling is just fundamental. Just like two deers bashing heads and horns in a forest. Humans, we wrestle. So... You know the the circus act that the WWE has been able to put on for decade after decade. It it's still going strong, and because it was something that was big in my life, I introduced it to my son, and he of course gravitated towards the popular names: John Cena, The Rock, um, Roman Reigns, uh, a, a couple of these other guys. But I told him. A few years back, I was like, hey, one of these days, I will take you to a race, a WrestleMania. He's like, all right, Dad. And then a few years goes by, still no WrestleMania. And this year, it just so happened that WrestleMania is going to be in Hollywood the day before we go to Disneyland. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Because I'm known to do epic things. I like to... YOLO it up every now and then I figured it would be a great opportunity To finally live up to the word that I told my son And fulfill my my promise Of delivering him And placing his buttocks Into a seat Of a show Of a Wrestlemania event So that's what we're going to be doing April 2nd Wrestlemania Let's go And surprisingly enough, out of all of the wrestlers, my son is excited to see Logan Paul, of all people. You know, those Paul brothers, for as much flack and hate and shit that gets piled onto them. Man, everything they touch seemingly turns to gold. I don't know whether they win or lose, they ultimately win millions of dollars. So, you know, those tickets, they weren't cheap. But here's what I figured. Check it out. Follow the math, because numbers don't lie. With the total days that I've been sober, 500 and, I don't know, 20 days? I don't know the exact number. I could look on my app right now, but I don't want to. But it's like 500 days. And I've spoken about this before already. So to make a long story short, those 500 days of being sober have equated to an extra $1,700 based on the amount of money that I saved from not drinking. So here I have $1,700 in my pocket, burning a hole. Daddy's looking for a reason to spend. Alright, so I was like, you know, these tickets... I they cost me 600 bucks and my Airbnb, which is only going to be for one night. And I'm putting, so we're all, we're all driving down, but only me and my son are going to WrestleMania because my daughter, she's too small for it. And she would just be, she would ruin the experience by wanting to, you know, go run around. So it's just me and my son going. So where, where daddy put his, his two ladies put him in an airbnb hotel right on the beach, Venice Beach. I've never been there before. But I have been doing my google researching cuz hey, why remain dim and unaware of of anything, right? So because I'm unaware of Venice Beach, there are some things to do. One, I want to go check out Muscle Beach. Of course, why not, right? I wanna go see where Arnold Schwarzenegger was working out and pumping up those muscles back in the 70s. Man, what another icon. That'd be cool to see. My son is into it. We're into it. We're gonna go we're gonna go take a gander. But considering that I've never been to Venice Beach, and I have a hypothesis that because I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. And because this area is such a melting pot, we have all the cultures, all the people from all around the world We have Chinatowns, we have Japantowns, we have beaches, we have mountains, we have wineries, we have uh, beach towns And I've traveled to a lot of different different places And my hypothesis is this It's all the same stuff everywhere so Venice Beach, I'm going to assume that's probably going to be like a Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk uh, Santa, If you've never been to Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk It's a beach, there's some some carnival rides Yeah it's cool, check it out it, it, It's It's a fun day at the beach So I'm going to assume that Venice Beach is probably the same Give or take a few more or less homeless people. Some mentally ill people shooting some some drugs out in the open where everyone can see. It's probably some of that. Some waves crashing. Sand in between my toes is going to be popping off. There's going to be some gift shops that say something along the lines of Venice Beach. Just like there's gift shops in Santa Cruz that say... Santa Cruz on all of the little, you know, refrigerator magnets, coffee mugs, hoodies, etc., etc. Any beach town, you're going to find those shops. It's all the same. So while father and son are getting wild and ruckus at a Wrestlemania show at SoFi Stadium... Daddy put his two little uh, queen and princess um, uh, beachfront hotel. So, and that was all paid for by not drinking alcohol. I thought that's an excellent way to divert some superfluousness. So I was able to stop drinking alcohol and divert that to a Wrestlemania show and an Airbnb beach, Airbnb beach day for my family. So that's going to happen Sunday. And then Monday, man, we're going to wake up and already be in Venice Beach. We'll, we'll do some sightseeing. Uh, we plan on going to the Chinese theater. You ever been there? I think I've been there one time a long time ago when I was a kid. So, uh... We'll point out some of the stars, the Hollywood Walk of Fame celebrities that my son might be familiar with. And then I don't know, there's there's a couple of other spots my wife wanted to check out before we get to the hotel in, in, in Disneyland. We're not gonna be in Disneyland until Tuesday. So all Monday, we'll just be doing ter- touristy things, having some fun, living it up. Maybe drink a soda pop, you know, th- those types of things. And then, the craziness of the whole Disneyland experience. I think I'm going to be at California Adventure on Tuesday. And then my wife, she goes hardcore. She wants a a rest day for Wednesday so she can go full, full hog on Disneyland the following day. She wants to get her complete rest. And you know what? The last time that we went to uh, Disneyland, which was exactly one year ago, my wife and son spent the entire time in both parks, which was 12 hours in California Adventure on one day, and then 12 hours in Disneyland the very next day. So they spent 24 hours in a amusement park. And I I was like, man, you two are the iron men when it comes to Disneyland. Because me, I need a nap at about, I don't know, three o'clock, daddy needs a nap. And thank God for my little daughter because she needs a nap too. And guess what? I volunteer for that duty. And I take that duty seriously. It is a big duty. Daddy and daughter got to go get their naps on. So that's what I do. I plan on, oh hopefully, hopefully at some point my daughter gets a little cranky and we recognize the signs and then I can peel her away from the grandeur of Disneyland, the magicalest place on earth. I can peel her away from that and we can go sleep for a little bit and then we can eat some food, refresh ourselves. And then round two. Meanwhile, my son and my wife are going to be undoubtedly going hard in the paint. That's what they do. They go hard. I like it. It's fun. And you know what? My wife has all the tips and secrets. The things that enhance the Disneyland experience that a lot of normal people don't know. For example... We don't wait in line more than like, I don't know, 10 minutes. There's something called a Fast Pass or Genie Lightning Lane, something along that. But you pay a little bit more money. But you do not have to wait in line. Which I think is awesome. Once again, cash is king. So that is a a worthy investment. That's something worthy enough to go into debt. Go into debt to get yourself a, a fast pass so you don't need to wait in line. That's the only time I'll tell you to go in debt. Because man, when you're waiting in the sun and there's no cover, and you you need water, or you're hungry, or tired, and you're already hot and sweaty, have mercy on your soul. Because that's when it gets sucked out of you. And then you just want to go home. And you know, you can wait... Two and a half, three hours for a damn 30-second Peter Pan ride. And who in the right mind does that? I don't know. What sane human being finds that trade-off worthy? I don't know, but there's hordes of people that do. And I'm like, man, so strange. But you know what? To change the subject, my vacation begins now. I got off work early. I'm about to go get my haircut. I'm gonna do a workout. I'm gonna play with my kids. I'm gonna pick my son up from school. And I'm gonna be doing hashtag dad life stuff. And if I didn't voluntarily take the option to get off work early and do another 10, 11, 12 hour shift, you know um i want to be able to do any of these things I, i'd have to waste my weekend doing it right and what is the the common sentiment about the weekend it is not long enough agreed so in ho- in order to enhance my life a little bit i voluntarily take fridays off because i have my money in order i understand that money doesn't buy happiness my financial goals are being met. My lifestyle is not increasing. I can do more with less. I'm not in debt. And the things that I focus my attention on when I'm outside of work, that pays me in other ways. For example, there was a, a period of time in my life when... I was able to get off work early and I took that opportunity. And what did daddy do? Daddy went and learned a, a side hustle. And th- and I parlayed that side hustle into a down payment for a house. And that side hustle that I did was fun. It was fun and it paid me more money than my primary job did. So who knows? Maybe we're work uh, because we're working Much we don't have enough time to focus on the things that bring us happiness and value and joy, which leaves us, you know, uh, uh, operating not at our fullest potential. And it's the things that we don't know that prevent us from moving where we need to go. But because where we're at is comfortable, it's status quo, it's in our comfort zone. Stepping out of our comfort zone is hard. It's uncomfortable. And when you're used to doing the same thing over and over, you know what to expect. There's no mystery. You know, that's good every now and then. But after a while, you have to challenge yourself. Because a lot of people wind up creating a world and a life and an environment for them that is so soft. And it is so easy. That even doing something that is not so hard, relatively, is just an arduous, insurmountable task for them. Because they have just atrophied so much that their, their mental ability to push through a barrier, they're not used to it. So they're just like, you know what, I'm just going to put more hours in at work because I already know my job. It's easy. I'm going to get paid this wage. And they they know, they know what they know. But I have learned from other people's mistakes. Man, money doesn't buy happiness. Nobody at the end of their life, on their deathbed, is ever going to say, I wish I would have worked more overtime. I wish I would have put more hours in at work. Nobody... No one's ever going to say that. And a lot of the times they feel that, you know, they're not brave enough to stand up for themselves. They're not their their own advocate, and they let their manager dictate everything that they they can and can do. And when you think about it, who's your manager? Your supervisor, your boss? They're just people. They're just a dude. But for whatever reason, you've built them up. To have some sort of power over you to where you've, you feel validated when you give them your life. Hey, show up, do a good job, and then get out of there. Get your money, work smart, and then be done with it. Move on. Don't let your boss, your employer, your supervisor put their expectations down your throat. Because guess what? Their job is to get the most out of you. Their job is to get you to continue to work. And your job is to do the work, but not give them your whole entire life. There's so much more to you than just showing up and doing a a task or a job you have goals to fulfill you have desires that need to that need to be met you have a body that needs to be worked on you need to work on yourself and all that takes time you have a family your children need you there your husband your wife your spouse your significant other your community that's a big part of who you are and us dads were more than just paychecks so, I have a fun week that I'm looking forward to that I was able to earn. And man, what a blessing. Hey, thanks, Pastor Reuben, for setting me up with all of these luxuries. Good job, buddy. And you know what? I'm going to continue to give myself more opportunities for growth, more opportunities for success, because as a 40-year-old man... I have a robust catalog of what works and what doesn't work. And to my estimation, a lesser man would continue to do the superfluous. Until then, until my next episode, it will be episode 22. Onward. It's always onward.